The I Am Independent podcast with Loretta and Bianca. Stories, advice and discussions to resource, encourage and support independent music artists. Welcome back to a brand new series of the I Am Independent podcast. These are certainly strange times that we live in, but nevertheless, the independent artist grind is real, hustling hard uh, more than ever, I would think. Well, we're hoping that this series will continue to inspire you, resource you and encourage you even in these difficult times, covering all sorts of topics that are relevant to you guys. We always welcome your feedback, so do get in touch on Instagram or through our website you can find our email address uh, info at iamindependent.co.uk to let us know what you'd like us to cover what you'd want to hear more of or just any comments that you want to share with us so thanks once again for joining us enjoy Um, welcome to the i am independent podcast Um, today we are talking about um, some of the things you might need to consider and do when you feel like you are stepping up to another level in your career where you've maybe been independent for a while and you've built yourself um, to a point where you have more opportunities um, there is quite a lot of interest in what you do and um, you can just feel like you're potentially at a tipping point um, what does your career look like at that point and what things do you need to consider that's what we're talking about today um, I think we wanted to talk about it. Um, I mean, I suppose everything is we're talking about most of the time is a lot from our experiences. And for me, as an artist, I'm feeling myself at a little bit of a um, transition um, where I've been doing it for a long time and I've been work, working hard, as we all do. And um, just the playing field feels a little bit different now and the opportunities and the... And, um, the things I'm able to do are a little bit different. I feel like I'm making better music than I did before. I've grown and all of that sort of thing. So, yeah, we're, we're as artist and manager, we're doing some different things than we did before. You know, we're working in a different way, isn't it? I'm so glad that we're talking about this because often when I've, you know, looked at things before as a manager, and I'm sure it's the same for you, be as an artist, you know, we see the people who are just kind of putting their music out there and just starting. And as you know, that's who we champion at I Am Independent. And then you see the artists who are really making it. And the whole point of I Am Independent is to try and demystify that process of how you go between them. And it can feel like a mystery. It can feel like you're automatically in one or the other and there can't be any movement. And it's really exciting and, and terrifying the last year and literally we're in it at the moment the journey that we've had of really sensing we had a conversation about this time last year and we really felt that it was the right time that you were ready that we'd put all the things in place to really push through to a next level so the the, one of the things that I just wanted to start off by saying is uh, maybe if we talked about how you know when it when it is that and I do think it's a lot of work because um And one of the massive things I just want to encourage people who are listening to this episode is for ages, it can feel like you're not getting anywhere or that you've plateaued. And I literally remember sitting in a park, actually, it must have been a little bit further on this. It was near the beginning of the lockdown because we were having a FaceTime meeting and you called me and you were like, 
I'm, I'm not sure if I should be continuing doing this. I don't know what else there is. Do you remember that? It was April last year. And I was just like, no way. This is literally, we're in the right direction. And obviously I absolutely believe in all of my artists, but I had just such a sense that everything we'd been doing was leading. It was the springboard. It was the, um, the foundation of where we're about to go. And in that moment, I really realized how for a manager, it looks very different to how it feels for an artist. And I thought it might be good for us to speak about that because for me, um, with Bianca releasing music and we'd, we'd released larger gaps than we're doing now. And we'll talk about why we've sped that up and made those smaller. But with each release, we had seen following grow, um, getting the attention of, of key people, collaborations, tour opportunities, which didn't happen last year, but are happening now. But we'd seen very small movements. But for me as a manager, I was convinced they were in the right direction. Also, for me as a manager, aside from those external things, the growth I'd seen in you, Bianca. So the the craftsmanship of your songs, the content, the work that you'd done on just even practicing guitar yourself and singing and um, hearing other things and thinking it wasn't good enough and wanting to do it again and really pushing yourself. All of those things were making me really excited that we are equipped and ready for this. And I knew it was going to be really hard because it was like getting towards the top of a mountain. But even the other side, it's not like you whoosh down the other side. It's quite scary up there. And, you know, are we going to make it over the tip? But for me, I was really confident with a few things that we had even lined up. Um, some uh, collaborations with some companies that had picked up on Bianca. We'll talk about that in a minute as well, which again showed me that she was showing up on the right radars. But B, I wonder if you go back to then and how you were feeling then. What did it look like to you? Because for me, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, we, we're ready for this. And I really hoped that I encouraged you. And it didn't sound like empty words because I absolutely believed it. But I know you genuinely felt really disheartened in that moment. Yeah, no, it wasn't empty words for me. And, I, and, and it's, a, it's a quick point of like having, if you don't have a manager, really trying to stay close to people who do believe in you and who have been on your journey for a bit and believe in where you're headed. I think at that point, <clears throat> it felt like I just had been working so much and I was doing things and the fruit was small. It felt like the fruit was minimal. I wasn't, you know, I was applying for funding and I hadn't up to that point ever had any, like a major sort of um, backing from anyone that provides funding. And um, I do, I'm independent. This is a good place because we can be transparent. I, we do, I'm independent and we encourage people to apply for funding, keep applying and, you know, be on their radar and don't be discouraged and all those different things if you don't get it. All the while, I hadn't really got major funding up until that point. Point. I've, I've been I've been supported in the in a small way which I appreciate but I hadn't had anything to really put into any projects and and so I'd applied and I think I'd been rejected by two I'd got down to the final stage of two and then I didn't get any of them and um I was putting out music and for me you know when you put out music everything you put out you think it's your best work and so it's hard to separate what you think you're doing should the impact you think your work should have in the world um with what it will have you know and I think um there is a place where you have to do your best and then 
and then what release yourself from the expectation of what it's going to do in the world. But that's so hard to do. So having put stuff out and maybe having high expectations that weren't met and and um, just I can't remember. I was just I was just feeling disappointed, you know, and just thinking, well, how at what point do I become realistic? And I think that's what artists feel as well. Should I be being realistic? What are, what, where am I get, go, heading? What am I trying to achieve? Can I really achieve that? And I just have loads of those questions because, yeah, for all those reasons, you know? And they're good questions. And I think for some artists, there will come a point perhaps when they have to be honest with those and just say, you know, I've taken, I would never say to anyone to give up because I think when you're an artist, you you always need to have that outlet. You'll probably make yourself ill in some way if you don't. But um, yeah, there may be an adjustment of priorities and maybe something becomes a hobby and you have to make your peace with that. And that's a harder journey for some than others. But for me, I think when you've worked really hard and you are seeing the signs and they might be, I mean, I, I saw small shoots, but I saw the shoots there. Uh, if there were no shoots, then perhaps it would have been a difficult and um, and different conversation that we'd had. And I would absolutely have had that. But I was convinced that these small shoots we were beginning to see were had, you know, in good soil and they were going to grow. And it's really interesting because um, we have over the last year seen those begin to grow. And we probably wouldn't even now say that they are in full bloom, but we are really seeing encouraging signs. So perhaps we could talk a bit more about then some of those things that we actively decided um, which I think for you at that time felt like a little bit in faith on, on the strength of my belief. But then we did begin to see a few, few returns. Yeah, I think um, I think it was going back to creating music. I was just going to continue to create music and create the best work that I could and try and work with <clears throat> people that could um, bring that to life in in a new and a fresh and an interesting way. I think I, I think I just committed myself to growing um, and to forwardly progressing in that way. So um, I wasn't trying to make the music that I'd always made in the same way that I'd always made it. For me, I wanted to challenge myself and push myself and evolve as an artist. So I think I committed to that journey um, artistically. Um, went again, you know, and put my poured myself into applying for funding. Um just um tackled one that I hadn't done before, which was the Arts Council one, which is a mammoth beast of a application form. And gratefully I got um funded by them and it was that was the literally the encouragement that I needed. Um because at one it was just having that support, knowing that I had somebody believed in my proposal that I put forward and um, also knowing that I had the money to be able to roll out this album that I just created in a way that I would want to, um, you know, creatively from visuals and um, to be able to, you know, employ other services to help it, to give it a good chance. So um, those things were... um, or were things that we decided to do. And also just to lean into collaboration, I think, as well. Um, as you said, there was um, a, a company that wanted me to just create an, um, uh, like a cover of a song in, in, a, in, a, in a way that I had never done before. And I'd never released a cover before. But just, just being committed to um, cre- being creative in our approach to it, saying yes to most a lot of things. I think I said yes to more opportunities in this season than 
I have in others, I think. I've just been like, yeah, go on. Okay, yeah, I'll give that a go. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. You know, um, I think that's been a big part of things as well. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I absolutely agree with all of that. Um, I think even a step back from that, the thing um, that we first did is we, we planned for going up a level. So we, we generally have a plan each year, which is, you know, the 12 to 18 month plan that we encourage people on our boot camp to do. Um, and, and sometimes that would just be, oh, you know, we're going to release a few singles, usually me pushing Bianca to do more than she feels comfortable with. And, and we've, we've done what's been comfortable around life demands because life is there. But we really decided to do a plan that would push for more. That would, what would it look like, you know, being an active artist, not being a side thing, this being the main thing. Uh, and it, it, again, for me, a lot of the signs as well is we began to see people reach out and want to work with Bianca. And once that happens, you know that you're on people's radar. And for example, the cover song that Bianca mentioned, the company actually identified um, Bianca through a system they've got um, that is searching for algorithms for artists that flag up on their radar and it is great that there's companies like that that exist because we often think that it's only the massive artists who get approached for opportunities but companies want to work with artists who are emerging and being a part of their journey and when they can see that they've done the work themselves and this is the point that I want to really get across if Bianca hadn't done the work she'd done putting music out even as consistently as she she was and we're doing it a lot more consistently now but just doing that making sure that each release she did was a high quality we did uh, we were making sure we were doing music videos with each release in the year preceding all of this that it means when somebody's like oh well, who is this and they go and look they have got that quality there so even when you think no one's looking even when you think perhaps this isn't working it really is it really is a case of sowing those seeds that are under the ground that nobody gets to see and then with this collaboration it was encouraging for us to know that that flagged up and this company specialized in in helping emerging artists it was a um easy sell for them because it was a cover but then again it's, it was really about um Bianca staying true to her identity and we'd done a lot of work the year before in um her sound reaching into a new uh, leaning into a new direction which wasn't always comfortable for you B I know it was really outside of there but all of that work really paid off because I think even with this collaboration the way it came around um and Bianca was able even though they'd suggested a song she was able to suggest a song so again, it's really um, good for people to know that you can, even as an emerging artist, say, I do want this opportunity, but on my terms. And actually, with Bianca choosing a song that she wanted, it was so much better. And I, the company were really pleased with the results, and we were as well. That resulted in really warming up, as they say, um, um, Bianca's socials. Her following went up. A lot of new fans were brought to her. She was on the radar of a lot of things and playlists, which was brilliant. Exactly what you need just before starting a campaign as well. And then, of course, with having the funding that came in, these plans. And at the time we wrote the plans, we did not have the money for them. So that's again something else that I encourage people to. Even if you have two plans, you're one that you like. Okay, this is what I can afford if I don't get some money, and then your miraculous one. <laughs> Uh, and sometimes it ends up being somewhere between the two. But fortunately, that funding did come through. And again, I think that only happened because Bianca had done so many applications before where she really understood what they were asking for. So 
I think the massive message you're going to hear again and again in this episode is to not give up, to keep going, because you don't realise how much you're improving in all areas the more you do it. And it does hurt with the rejection, but you are improving each time you try an application form, each time you try a music video, each time you reach out to somebody to collaborate and it's a no, eventually there will be a yes. Just a quick reminder that we have a growing number of resources and useful videos on our YouTube page. Just search I Am Independent and you should find us. And do follow us on social media on Instagram at We Are Independent Artists and on Facebook under the same. Also on Facebook, you can join our closed group where we're creating community for independent artists to swap ideas, collaborate and just feel extra supported and encouraged. You can find links to everything we do on our website, www.iamindependent.co.uk. And then um, we wanted to just talk a little bit in brief about some of the things that we we are um encountering when you do feel like you've stepped up you just stepped into a different space I think you're always progressing and then there's new challenges or um new considerations that you have to make when you're in that in that space you're doing you're doing you're working a little bit differently than you did before so we we have found that and we just wanted to if any for anybody that's um feels like they're approaching these things or they're in the middle of um having to consider some things they didn't before maybe these things might help um the first thing we i have on have down is was to do with um new opportunities um to collaborate um specifically maybe with artists maybe you know i'm i'm i've collaborated in this season with more people than i have before but also with um artists that are a few steps ahead of me and um that artists in other territories as well and so when you're um then negotiating splits and royalties that can look different to how we might have done it at a different stage in our career also even in our own territory right yes yeah absolutely I think um even just to say or or to tag on to that is in terms of who do I collaborate with it really is a great thing to start with who's in your community like who who do you already connect with and most artists know another artist um and other artists and just reaching out with those people and they only have to be a little bit ahead of you or being brave enough to ask the people that are in your life that you know are fairly successful but and you you've even got a relationship there but you've never actually asked them um I think you know your collaboration with Jake Isaac for producing your album and you know Jake had before that invited Bianca on tour so again he saw something in Bianca and was like this is an artist who's who's on her way in the right direction uh, so some of those things I think it's look around you and be brave enough to reach out uh, and even in some of the the new territories where you've reached out to artists I think you almost were surprised when they said yes weren't you <laughs> Yeah, and I think it's, I mean, at every stage, there's a bit of bravery necessary in going, okay, um, they may say no, but then they say yeah, and like, and there's a collaboration on my forthcoming album, and it that came from me being a fan, and um, then realising that, you know, there was a connection there online, and just going, okay, I'm just going to ask them if they want to be on, just collaborate with me a single. They're just gonna, they can say no, they're going to say no, but it's fine. I just don't want to, I want to honour that feeling to at least just ask respectfully. Um, and I did, and they said, yeah, and and I was 
just shocked and surprised and um we've made an amazing song together and um there is a bit of that bravery um necessary as well to do that Mm. and I think in the past um when you're independent you we've always talked about being upfront about splits and things like that before you go into a session and it can really be very straightforward it can be just an email or a split sheet or something like that we've talked about that and generally just make keeping things simple by just splitting things 50 50 and things like that however if you do manage to reach out to an artist who has got quite a lot of success um, behind them and it's really going to benefit your music to have them on your track like they're really going to be bringing some thing in terms of their audience um their reach and and just the caliber of artist it it will have you've got more to gain than they have in a sense and when that happens I think uh, one of the things we wanted to bring up is to expect that splits might be a little different um so you may um get a well-known artist if you get in a fortunate position where you've got a well-known artist who's agreeing to sing on your track um and you've written it but perhaps they haven't Uh, written it but they've agreed to sing on it they may ask for some a share of the publishing Uh, so before you go um get outraged and say well Bianca and Loretta told me to always you know make sure I get my worth these are one of the things when it probably is worth negotiating and giving up some of your publishing in order to get that person on there now you know if they're asking for something like 75% or something like that and they haven't written anything that's probably a little outrageous but if they're asking for 10 or 15% uh, then that probably is worth it because if you think about it as well as an independent artist if you don't do it that way the other way is to pay them a very large fee and you probably aren't in a position to have that Mm. so it actually makes it more affordable for you you get the end result is at the end of the day you want to have the collaboration with that artist and actually from their point of view if you're an emerging artist there's not they're not necessarily going to make a lot of money out of your publishing anyway so it's actually quite a fair and affordable way for you um, to be able to get an artist with a large following to to be on your track so it's just something to be open to and to consider absolutely because <clears throat> we've experienced um we've we've we were we've I mean accustomed to and know stories of people who have really held on to their right to have their publishing and don't want to share for obvi- for different reasons, um because they don't think somebody should um have a share of um what they might make from PPL or PRS or publishing like or their publishing but sometimes you do have to look at the opportunity that's in front of you, and um and 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 just understand like what what the payoff is like it's not always about um the financials it's not always about going having on paper it look like you've written every last bit of it it's sometimes sharing parts of your prs or your ppl with somebody that's actually making a, a, a large contribution um and a valuable contribution to you um and how remunerating them in a, in another way and that's just another way to see it, I suppose um if it's not it's not to encourage you to do anything you feel uncomfortable with at all um but it's just opening yourself up there's there's other ways to um pay in kind the people that are contributing um or adding value to um your project or your music and being open to those ways because the other um, side of that is, you know, we have heard about artists who have had an opportunity come and have said, well, well no, you're not you're not giving me this or you're asking for too much. And then that opportunity goes away. 
and that opportunity yeah. is therefore not there. And, you know, I think for the sake of giving up 10 or 15% of something, um, I think it really is weighing up um, what the opportunity is worth to you. Yeah. And and again, we want to stress that we're not asking anyone to violate, violate their own conscience or their integrity or whatever, like, or whatever, but it's just seeing splits and royalties as another form of payment and acknowledgement in a way. And actually, if you see it that way, um, there they might be things that you want to give to people who are contributing to your project. Um, another thing that we um, wanted to um, highlight is that um, obviously there'll be new opportunities. And I think we're finding there are more opportunities around music, um, work opportunities via, um, say it's um, collaborating on other people's projects or um, advertising opportunities, brand opportunities, things like that. And um, this might be a time to consider um, uh, a slight increase to your fees and to what you might charge and, and just acknowledging that your value um financial value like is changed um mm. and um it's not to just you know cash in because people people are aware really the people that are asking you are probably quite aware of what um what your what they should pay you um even if they're trying to they would love to get you for less and um, it's just you having um a circumspect awareness of actually i can ask for more now um so that's something that we um have been um we have we have been we have had to consider in this in this um season and and you as my manager been having have to like been able to negotiate that on my behalf yay and that is hard for an artist to do themselves. And perhaps we should have said before now, if you haven't got a manager, this might be an opportunity to to get a manager and work with a manager because it is difficult. And I just say with that, though, even when you decide, OK, the, I'm going to start being paid proper fees for things, always have that sliding scale in mind because... I know that we've been really grateful in the past. One producer that we work with who did stuff for us for free to start with, and she's just turned out to be incredible. Um, and, you know, we're so grateful that we were able to do that at the beginning when she was growing and we were. And and just, I would love to think that if we had an opportunity where we could help someone, I know that we would say, well, we know they can't afford that and we want to help them. And also this, they're still giving a service to us. Um so we would do that. Yet at the same time, now that, you know, uh, Bianca's now in a position where she's been invited to speak on podcasts, um, where she's been invited to do things where there's advertising. When it's a company, you have to know, well, they have got budgets for this. And they're the people when you need to make sure that you are um, asking for the value of yourself or your manager on your behalf. So I, I think it's it's OK to know that, um, you know, you might even charge different things to different people depending on, on what it is but even if you get an opportunity if you're getting to the position where people are asking you to do things and it's more of a corporate nature then feel free to ask and reach out to maybe artists you know who have done the similar sort of thing before and say hey what sort of money should I be looking for for this sort of thing or if even if you don't have your own manager and you know a manager say could I ask you what sort of fee would I be looking for and again bearing in mind that that fee might be different from an artist who's got a million followers to an artist who's a but at the end of the day you if you're being asked to do something by a company you want to be getting paid and it's okay to start thinking about being paid and to ask for that 
Yeah, yeah, and it's about the ask, isn't it? Um, it's about being willing to ask. Um, we spoke to somebody else recently, um, who was saying that artists are you often in the position of waiting to be offered things because you know when we ask, we don't really get. It's not really the positioning, but um, wait, you know, being offered a record deal or being offered opportunities, but there is something about also being the person asking for what you feel like you're worth or asking for you know asking a manager if they might manage you just just being the one asking is all is something that we have to practice as independent artists yeah absolutely and you know going high and then bring it down not like extortionately high um but you you know don't think i'm gonna blow it by asking for this you can always say this is what I, I would normally charge and uh, let me know what your budget is and you can always bring that down and if, if they you know you kind of halve it then you, you can go up again a little bit more but you can negotiate these things absolutely I think it's, it's learning the art of negotiation and if you are negotiating you're not really going to start with maybe what you want to get because you understand that they're negotiating negotiating as well so they're going to negotiate you down so you want to probably start somewhere that you're happy to get down to what you would actually want to be paid so um yeah if there's an art to it and if you have a manager that'd be something that they can do but um it's a a skill that we can all it'd be valuable for us all to learn um my last kind of thing really is um that at this point and we've said it before at all points i think it's um valuable but at this point um it's kind of impossible to work in a way that isn't joined up and think that it's go- you're going to continue in the same vein and I say that to say we are not doing anything in terms of releases that isn't necessarily leading on to something else that we're always at least four or five steps ahead at this point in in terms of what we're doing so for example um obviously I recorded the album last in during lockdown and and I had that fund in there, which has helped me to be able to make all of my steps. But, um, you know, release a single a couple of weeks ago. The next one is already in the system. You know, the visuals have been are being made. I'm making visuals for the next one. We've made content that's going to come out in the summer. And and so now we're looking to the things that we're, we're going to be doing towards the end of the year and into 2022 and so um at this stage and at this um this stage of my career I personally am not just doing anything in isolation and that's really important yeah and I think in goes hand in hand with that is realizing that your team has to expand and that means it, it, that ties into the last two points that Bianca made, really collaboration, but also this planning ahead that it's impossible to not involve other people at this stage when you want to pivot into the next level. So, um, for example, we, we've uh, I mean, we've always collaborated with people for visuals and Bianca's incredibly creative, so always has great ideas. But we've usually done it with a very um, small team and people that we've already got a relationship with. And, and they've been great. I, I even I know that they've played a key role in when um, people have looked at Bianca's career over the last couple of years and just seeing the quality there. Um, But we, uh, two kind of new things that we did is kind of had a creative director um, that Bianca worked with for all of um, the visuals and the releases and the photography and and all of it. And it really um, gives a theme 
So we the the all of our thinking has been really joined up for this next year. Um, everything ties together, and I think uh, having somebody that we've consistently worked with who kind of knows the story of each track, the story of Bianca, has been so helpful, and it's really felt like real collaboration um, with Cat Couture. We give her a shout out. Um, it's, it's no secret if anyone wants a great uh, video. Well, she can pretty much do everything, um, but she's fantastic to work with. Amoroso Films. Um, but also, um, we just felt that we were at the right time, and you will have heard us talk about this before, um, to get a PR company involved again. Now, we've spoken about this on uh, the podcast before, where we really pretty much say these days, if you are an emerging artist, it's probably not worth you spending money on a PR company, because it is a lot of money, and the results aren't guaranteed. And I've realized it, with PR companies, it's a little bit like with a manager. They have to have something to work with to produce more for you. There's got to be something there already. And once you've got yourself to a certain level, and that's that's why we always say go for digital marketing that you can learn and pay for yourself. It's cheaper and that's going to warm up and grow your following. But once you've done that and you're beginning to see that grow, there is a certain amount where you need to be able to start getting the attention of tastemakers and publications and even TV and radio. And those connections are when you get a good uh, PR company, that's their field, that are the, that's their colleagues and their area. It's not necessarily areas that we have. And we really felt that it was important for this album that we knew we'd done the work. It was well thought out. There was good story there, great visuals, fantastic music, that we had something that a PR company could work with more than ever we felt before. And it was really encouraging that when we did approach a PR company straight away they got it they wanted to work with Bianca and they've been really pleased with what we've given to them and I think that's a really important thing um, to, to say again on every level if you come with as much as you have as best quality as possible that's when you're going to get the best results out of the people you're working with if you just go here's a song then they can only do what's as good as the song and that has got a strength in itself, but you may as well put that out yourself um, and digitally market it, which is what we did and which has given us the groundwork. But if you want to get into new spaces, you've got to give them the material to work with. And that's um, giving angles and ideas. Don't just leave the PR company to come up with the ideas. Tell them about yourself because they're not going to know that information. They're not going to know if you've got another passion that they could actually use as a PR tool to get you um, some publication space or some airplay so uh, come with ideas as well uh, don't again like when you work with a manager or when you work with anybody new think right well they're going to do all the work now I can rest it doesn't stop there it's all about collaboration and when that happens and the whole team is excited and all coming with their best talents that's when you can really get great results yeah absolutely and I think that's where we're at with it I think um these are some of the things that we wanted to just to say when you're leveling up. Um, these are the, some of the considerations. Um, I think the final thing is like um, forward planning for finances. Um, um, you know, once you've had funding, apply for some more funding, see how you're going to save, see um, plan for any sales and any money that's going to come in, say from brand deals or any ad revenue or anything like that. Um, 
that you you use that to plan for the next thing so that you can keep that consistency and that momentum going. But yeah, these are some of our points. It'd be great to hear maybe in the comments on socials or drop us a line of um, if you you feel like you're leveling up and um, there are some things that you're learning as well. It'd be great for you if we, we'd love to hear that and the audience would love to hear some more tips. So do feel free to share. But um, thanks for joining us. And don't give up. Keep working, even though it might feel like you're not getting anywhere. Absolutely. And don't forget to sign up to our mailing list where you'll receive a free 10-day guide especially designed to inspire and equip independent music artists with some really useful, practical and inspirational resources. Sign up at www.iamindependent.co.uk For more great content from I Am Independent, find us on social media at We Are Independent Artists. Check out our Spotify playlist for new music from independent artists. Search We Love Independent Music.